Shut up and sit down. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mike and Melissa Endure Everything. How are you? Welcome back. So today we have a special guest all the way from Florida. You've heard us talk about her a lot. Um, it's I call um, call them the besties. We are the besties. <laughs> Melissa, let me introduce Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey guys. <laughs> how are you? Good. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome. Woo-woo. Very welcome. So what do you think? Uh, this is uh, your first podcast. So what do you think? Well, I'm a nervous wreck. My heart's going like... <laughs> so if I say anything silly, just... We'll bleep it out. You're like, start over. Waka waka. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get that out. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I guess you guys wanted to talk about. We wanted to do a follow up on the um, the homeschool uh, podcast we did. I think that was the last episode. Yeah, it was. uh, It was just me and um. And we talked about lots of different topics and hurdles and stuff like that. And definitely, Amanda, if you feel anything you want to pop in, you can definitely hop on and uh, and uh, make any comments about that. But first, I wanted to talk about how sometimes homeschool people are super nice and sometimes they're not. And other times they can be really freaky. So that yes. is that was our first meeting. So I want you to just tell the world how we first met because I think I scared you. You certainly did. I was very taken aback by Miss Melissa because she has a very large personality and her children are teeny tiny. So I'm not sure how she fits in with that family, but it's <laughs> it works really well for her. And... I had just moved into Las Vegas with my son, and we were going to a pumpkin farm. And I ran into Melissa, and we noticed our sons are similar in age. So she says, let's be friends. And if you ever need a babysitter, I will watch your child. And I was like, um, okay, sounds good. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Yes. Yes, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm never leaving my child with this woman. Well, turns out she's my best friend now, and I have left my child with her. So, you know, everything works out for a reason. Exactly, exactly. No, I agree. Yeah, I think I, like, she was telling me how her husband, or spouse, partner, uh, whatever you want to, I don't know. Nick. Nick. Oh my gosh, we can edit that out, right? No, we're keeping that in. Stop. Anyway, Sorry, Nick. that's fine. Okay, so he will ha- never watch this. But it is fine. <laughs> so Nick was um like he was really busy and he was a doctor and they had a special you guys were going to do a, like a fancy dinner or something was going on and you're like I don't know what to do with my son and you had looked online and found was it Bella that you found? It was Bella, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, I haven't used Bella in forever. But um, so you found Bella, and you're like, I don't know if I want to use her, and I don't. So, so like this was like your first time leaving Marcus, right? Ever. I had only left him with my family, and my family being my dad, my grandma, and my aunt. So not even like 
teenage kids. I've never left him with anybody besides those people that I've lived with my whole life. So it was scary to me that I had to just hand over my baby. Yeah. And it was, I mean, and, and, and I'm trying to remember the first time I did that. I think I like ran out of the house because I was like, get me out of here. I was just so excited to leave, but I can, <laughs> I can totally. I was not. I know. I Amanda actually likes her sobbing. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They actually get along really well. <laughs> and um but yeah I like I remember you like a serious anxiety so I was just like I'm like I know you don't know me but I you know I can I can watch your kid our kids are getting along well and I like I think the look on your face was kind of like a deer in a headlights you were like wait like I don't even know your last name lady like you're crazy You know, we shared a pumpkin donut, drank some apple cider, and then you're going to keep my kid. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Welcome to right. Vegas. <laughs> yes, yes. But I would say, would let me see if you would agree with me. Would you, th- would you say that homeschool groups, for the most part in Vegas, are very welcoming, for the most part? Oh, for sure. I think Vegas is a great place to homeschool, mostly, well... One of the reasons is because the school system is so terrible, but there are so many people from so many different avenues of life that move to Vegas and make Vegas home that the homeschool groups were such a great mix of people. And my previous experience, it was not like that. And current experience, it's not like that. There are certain very clicky groups, but I didn't find that in Vegas. Not, not too much. So would you say that it's a little high schoolish, even though you're adults and kids and now you're teaching your kids? I would absolutely say it's high schoolish. And I would say in some cases, it's even worse than high school because we're grown adults and we should know better. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we should know better. I agree. I I find this Vegas has only been, it's only been my experience here. So for me, um, I feel pretty lucky. Now, granted, there are those groups that are pretty crazy. And I think like there are some crazy groups out there. But I feel like sometimes, like especially when I first started homeschooling, like right when I first met you, it was kind of like even just my first year in. And I was just like, oh, whatever. And I would offend a lot of people. Like the the unschooler group of, of ladies, I think I offended them quite a bit. Well, I offended someone in Vegas, too, because we went to a farm, and they didn't believe in modern medicine, and my partner is a surgeon, so I was like, I don't think we're going to mesh I don't think we're going to be friends. (laughs) I don't think this is going to work out. So I switched groups, still had a great time, but, you know, you don't always find that group of community that you hope to find right away. And that's very true for, I homeschooled in Pennsylvania, I homeschooled in West Virginia and in Ohio, Ohio, yes. And now in Florida. So I've had quite a different experience in each of the states and Vegas was the easiest, I think. Would you say that the laws are dramatically different from the four states you've been in four or five for sure yeah um 
Yes. In Pennsylvania, you need to be evaluated every year. You have to fill out an intent form, I believe, every year. Marcus, my son, was a little bit too young to have to do that by law. And here in Florida, we have to be evaluated every year as well. But we only have to file the paperwork once. But there is more of a magnifying glass on your schooling in Florida and in Pennsylvania than there was in Vegas. Yeah, I really like how Vegas is very relaxed on their laws. It's yes. really nice, especially they just came out with a, a a report. You'll love this. They just came out with a report with the kids who are actually enrolled in CCSD this current school year have not been attending school. So they've already, they already have a horrible attendance Shooker. record. And it's not even been a month. So I yeah, mean, obviously it has a lot has to do with- Has it even been two weeks? I, I don't- I don't even know. I don't think so. We might be entering the third week. I'm not sure. But I find it <laughs> funny because I'm like, the, where are the parents in this whole thing? What are they doing? What What are they thinking? Like, oh, you just sleep in. It's okay. School is just really just, you know, if you want to. Not, not in this house. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I, I, um... So you'll hear me talk about how, like, I get some great ideas and stuff, and all of them are from Amanda, just so you oh, know. Oh, thank you. They are. But thank the whiteboard you. thing, by far, was the best advice as of late. Not that you're not going to come up with a whole lot better. But um, just to have everything written out, and then he, we just get to erase it, and he gets to see the progress he's gone through, and he gets to see how much he's done, and it really makes him feel accomplished, and like he's he's done a lot and completed a lot for the day, which which to me makes me feel good because that A type homeschooler for me is like, ooh, box checked, I can erase it, check your boxes, check, check your, boxes. your boxes, yep, mm -hmm. yeah, That's I love that. How it works for us as well is to see it all. I'm looking at it right now to see it all right in front of me. And then at the end of the day, when it's all erased and it's a clean slate, so is my day. My next day can start over fresh as well. Exactly. Which is so nice. Okay. So you had touched, I'm going to hop back. Wait, what did you want to say? You're going to hop in and then I, I cut you off. I don't even remember. Yes, Mike, interject. <laughs> no, you see, this is kind of how my conversation, like whenever I'm hanging out with the two of them is like, I just, I just sit here. I'm just here to look pretty, and I'm not even the pretty one. Your moral support. <laughs> we love you, Mike. He, he's the director. He does all the directing. But um, so I have to say, I think there is a huge misconception. Would you agree or not with homeschoolers in, like, medicine? Because you had brought up, Nick, in medicine and, like, vaccinations and going to the doctor regularly or, like, deciding that, you know, nuts and seeds – will cure everything or you know like <laughs> you're like hello oh, I let's don't, touch on that one, I don't that one. <laughs> oh yeah great <laughs> so i saw a post the other night that said cashews can cure tuberculosis cavities and something else but who knew a nut why would we ever need to develop medicine if we could just eat nuts all day and i joked with um Nick is an orthopedic surgeon and he has a friend who it, she does like hospitalist stuff. And I was talking with her last night and 
was like, Marcus isn't feeling well this week. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just hand him a handful of nuts and hope he feels better. And <laughs> I swear her head flew off and rolled across the, the, the floor. <laughs> but swimming back around, when we first said we were going to homeschool my son, we got a lot of looks from the people that Nick works with. Like, how are you going to do that? And is it going to work? Because obviously we want Marcus to succeed and be wonderful and be intelligent. And we, we joke and say, we want him to be smart enough that he's funny, you know, because you really do have to have a brain to be funny. I agree. <laughs> um, so what we, we always said, and Nick came up with it is that because he has such an advanced degree, that motivates us to be even better for him, which is the reason we got into this. He was doing training and moving all around. Like I said, we were in Pennsylvania, we were in Ohio, we were in West Virginia. Then we came out to Vegas and finally, hopefully we're settling here in Florida. But homeschooling gave us the flexibility to travel with him. And when he had a free afternoon, we could have a free afternoon and we didn't have to say, Hey, I'm one like to pull my son out of school because his dad is out for lunch. Like that's just silly to me. So it's worked out really well for us. No, I agree. That's good. But would you say that, um, other than the flexibility, obviously what is, um, do you feel like his education is better um, especially I with a home motiv motivator like that? Oh, I surely do because I want him to be great and Nick wants him to be great. So I have that other person that kind of, Hey, what are we doing? What are, you know, are we getting through the things that are important? And we are, and it's nice to have someone that keeps me accountable, I think. And you need that, whether that be your partner whether that be a friend, whether that be a homeschool group that you find. So what would you say for you is the most important thing to teach Marcus? I think the most important thing to teach anyone is how to be a good human. And I think that's our biggest goal. Reading is important. Math is important. But you have to be a good human. But a lot of planet. that is uh, subjective, really. So what is this a good is human? This true. This is true. I want him to be kind and to treat others lovingly and with respect, no matter where they come from and all those different things that can be, you know, taking points that people want to argue about. But I want him to love and care for everyone. No, I agree. I agree. And I think um, I think we're lucky nowadays with the a curriculum that's out there because there's curriculum that, you know, teaches a godly perspective. And sometimes it's right in your face and other times like the good and the beautiful, it's not, it's, it's a little bit more in the background, but you still see that underlining like, Oh, this is, this is a good um, lesson to be taught. This is a good moral story and they have good stories and they have, um, good lessons to go with that. And I think it helps like you had bought a book and I want to say, was it the character book? What was the one that you're doing some, some daily lessons on? It is called the book of Bur virtues by William 
J. Bennett. That's and what it, it goes is. through a whole bunch of good character traits that anybody can have. And the book teaches those things in a really gentle way. So right now, we are working through responsibility. Marcus is almost nine. He needs to step up and learn those things so he can be in charge of his own day and make sure all the things are checked off. Exactly. So he's dri- driving himself. See, and that's amazing. Like, I love that. Um, that'll be something that I'll be adding to the kids' curriculum. As as they get a little older, I think Jaden, he just turned seven. So he's still, I got to wait a little bit. I think he just doesn't quite grasp it all. But um, you are truly, like, I, I've heard horror stories from, um, like, moms who homeschool, even some dads, where they don't get that support from their spouse. And you are, like like myself, we are really blessed that we have... Um, people in our lives that are important enough that they, they see it's important enough for homeschool to be important. Like Nick is very supportive. Like I could see him being like, Hey, what'd you guys do today? What, you know, what you went over and, and, you know, interacting with Marcus. And that is awesome because, you know, that gets Marcus excited too, that Nick's involved, you know? Oh, for sure. And homeschooling was never on my radar. I never, when I had my son, I never thought that this was the path we were going to take, but I was encouraged into this because of Nick, because he said, well, actually what he said was, how hard can kindergarten be? And here we are starting our fifth year, because Marcus will be going into fourth grade, and I can't see doing anything else, really. We do have the discussion every year. Are we going to continue this? And I think that's important to have that because if your situation changes and your needs change, then your education plan has to as well. I find that interesting. So Nick was pretty much the motivator for you homeschooling. He was. I mean, obviously he knew I would be a basket case if I dropped my son off at (laughs) school all day long. So he probably Well, I remember when you you dropped him off here to spend the night and you're like bawling. That I was his so first night away. Like, oh, I'm not making yeah. fun of her. Cr- don't, don't confuse that. I, I cried too. I just I was like, wow, okay. Do you remember I, the first night we dropped Jaden off? I got in the car and I was like, just, I was Niagara Falls out of my eyeballs. See, I was like, have fun. And- <laughs> That's how Marcus Nicholas had too, no I saw him. He was like, okay, okay, bye mom. And I'm like, wait a minute. And Nick and I went to a restaurant like right down the road from your house. I was like, what if he changes his mind and wants us to pick him up? We better just go eat right here. <laughs> Guess what? He didn't change his mind. No, uh, he trust had me, a good time. we kept them very busy to where they would not yes. want to go home. We're like, we will play and do whatever you guys want. So, so yeah, that's and funny. then you guys needed a nap for five days after. <laughs> just so everyone know, like that was Jaden's like birthday. He wanted to do a sleepover, and we had like it was like ten a sixth kids. birthday, yeah. And it was and a we lot went to a baseball work. game. That was super fun. That was, that was fun. fun. That baseball game was fun. We had a good time. That was a good night. That was a good night. It ended yeah. up being really fun. We had a good time, but yeah, we were we were pretty tired afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I never really. Um, we have some other friends who do big big birthday parties and celebrate like it's a celebration and sleepovers and this and that. And I'm just like, I don't know how you guys do it because I'm. I was exhausted after one night. Seriously. Yeah. That's so. funny. Okay. So what would be, Amanda, if you 
ran into somebody and they were brand new and they were thinking about homeschooling, what kind of advice would you give them? Mm, that's tough. Um, I would say keep it simple because really education doesn't have to be hard and you don't have to know it all to provide a quality education. There are so many tools that you have in at your disposal. There are the homeschool groups that can provide you community where you can meet a veteran homeschooling mom that has been through this phase of life and this grade and this situation that you're unsure of. So I think keeping it simple and finding community and having someone to just say, you know what, today is hard and I just need you to agree with me and say today kind of stunk. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a lot of those days for me. Yeah, there's a lot of the days that I'll pull over Amanda and be like, oh my gosh, I did not get to school today and it's a disaster and I'm a hot mess and I'm still in my pajamas and it's seven at night. But that's okay. And that's why homeschooling is so great because it gives you the flexibility to, okay, well, today was a fail. <laughs> Start over. We'll do it again tomorrow, and that's fine. Yeah. Because your kid will catch up, and the gaps will be filled, and everything will work out. Well, I think that's what my favorite part is about homeschool is you go at your kid's you know pace. Um, For and, sure. And I think that's hugely important um, because you don't get that in the, in the school system anywhere. Exactly. No. Well, and that's like Amanda's always told me, like, I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm so behind. I'm so behind. And what do you always say? I'm You're on track. I'm on You're track. Right on where you need to be. I'm right where Jaden and Grace need me to be. And I'm like, oh, that just makes me feel good inside. I'm like, yay, I don't suck that bad. So I do. Keeping it simple, you know, going back to that is you have to remember that we know it, you know? So when you're teaching your kid basic addition and they're not getting it, they don't know it. So it is so easy to get frustrated. And I have to check myself all the time. Like, this is his first time exploring this subject. So, you know. Dial it down a bit. Just take it down. Just a titch. <laughs> so, so, so Jaden shouldn't be doing, like, polynomials tomorrow or anything like that? No, no. I don't. I think he, I think he could do it next week, but probably not tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, before we move on, because I do have a question as well, but um, I just okay. want to let everyone know to check us out on our social media. Um, we're pretty much everywhere, as you can probably see on your screen. Um, check us out on our just our audio version. This is the video version if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, if you feel like you want to donate something to make this channel a little bit better, let us know. So, um, and also if you want more, if you want more Amanda, please let us know too, so we can try and get her back on. <laughs> <laughs> I meant back on the podcast. That's bad. <laughs> um, well, all right. <laughs> I can swing it. I'll open up my schedule. <laughs> Could you be a regular watch? <laughs> so my, my question is, being, I don't want to say you're a non-teacher because you are a teacher, but being a non-teacher in the school system, um, what would you say to parents or anybody really that would say, well, you homeschool? like, And they kind of this on that in favor of our school system what would you say to that because at least with melissa she had the teaching background she was a teacher in the school system so she tells people that and she's and they're like oh okay and they kind of blow it off but most people who homeschool um 
don't have that. So they're just parents by themselves teaching their kids. So what would you say to that? I would encourage you just to jump on it and try it because the curriculum that's out there now, if you have no knowledge of the subject matter at all, they all come with teacher's guides. So if you read the teacher's guide and if you pick up a book on your own and read ahead, you're going to know it and you will be just fine. You will be just fine. Yeah, I hate how, like, I we're, I don't know where we were, at a doctor's office or something, and I had said something, and the kids, you know, were homeschooled, and this lady was like, well, I'm a public school teacher, and I really think you're doing a disservice, and I just kind of looked at Mike, and I was just kind of like, oh, watch this, <laughs> and I'm like, well, and I laid into her, and I was just like, how dare you poo-poo someone who, who just she because didn't that word, I didn't use that word, but I'm trying to keep it PG. But how dare you? She you picked know, a better word. I did. Disregard someone because they might not have a teaching degree. Like you have a degree, you have a higher education. Nick has a higher education. You know, like. But most people are, don't know that. No, you know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. Like, but I mean, like, how dare someone just come right out of the gate and be like, oh my gosh, homeschooling is so bad. I almost want to come back with, well, you realize that in public school, you've got like, I think our um, one of our next door neighbors, she's in a class of like 38, 37 kids, something like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Amanda, could you imagine teaching 37 other nine-year-olds? Absolutely not. I mean, Absolutely how do they even not. learn? Like, I want to come back and be like, how are you even teaching it? Oh, they're not. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> so um, for me, because I don't have that teaching degree, I actually think that I am a step ahead of those of you with teaching degrees because you have to break away from that school at home is not the same as homeschooling. It yes. doesn't have to look the same. It really doesn't. And it's better if it doesn't. No, I agree. And I and I love that you say that because that was really hard for me at first. I mean, my kids have desks. My, we have a kind of a school room. Um, but I'll be honest with you. We do a lot of school. Like Grace, we're on the floor. Or Jaden's sitting on my lap. Or, you know, we'll go into his room and read a book. Or we'll do something else. I mean, it's definitely not like public school where they're sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. Like my kids have desks, but they never sit at them ever except to eat lunch. <laughs> exactly. We yeah. school at our dining room table and it works for us. And I think if I had a designated room, it would be a graveyard for all the books we read. <laughs> and I probably would never go in there. There's a lot of stuff in that room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you also yes. recently um, uh, did a turtle thing on the beach, which is, you know, obviously a lot bigger in Florida than it is in Nevada. So that, that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Explain well, how yeah. you did. Yeah. Explain that school lesson because that is like you were so amazing for that. Oh, golly. <laughs> so we do a lot of our science and history based on interest. So I guess that's sort of taking into the unschooling approach of our school day. Am I an unschooler? Absolutely not. I need to plan out a lesson. So if I see something that is coming up in an event and it sounds fun and interesting, we jump on it and I plan all around that. So our most recent excursion was to go to a turtle nest excavation and 
we went to the beach by our house and watched them as they dig out the nest to see the quality of the eggs, if they developed enough, and if there were hatchlings and all of these things. So they can kind of get an idea of what the turtle population of Florida is and will be because sea turtles nest in the same beach that they were laid, which I think is super interesting. And so from that one event, we have planned a whole bunch. We studied turtle anatomy. We studied the different breeds of sea turtles and we did counting and, you know, all these things you can incorporate into a simple activity that you could come up with, like, on a whim. You really, it it's fun. Well, and I love the fact that you took, like, an awesome, like, field trip excursion to the beach and made it history and science. And you even incorporated art and reading. And, you know, it's just amazing how the way... The way you you think and you take things, you just like expand on it to where like I'd be like, oh yeah, we went and saw the Hall of Presidents, yay! And I'm like, this is great. But like you would have like, okay, here's let's talk about this and let's talk about that and let's talk. And I'm just like, oh wow, there's so many avenues to take for homeschooling, which I think sometimes my A type um, mentality walls me into something where I can't I can't see past that. The, the box that I'm in, but I love that you can just see past it and break through those walls. Well, it took me a lot of practice because I too want to do everything exactly by the book. But by my third year of homeschooling, I realized that you do not have to do every lesson in every curriculum to say you're done. You really don't. As long as your child is meeting those benchmarks that you set as a homeschooling parent, you're good. When I think that's what you both do is a lot of like subtle ways of getting your subjects in. Uh, for example, you just did science, right? So uh, yeah. and Melissa goes and does the, the Springs Preserves and all that stuff um, to get the science and, and the different types of science, I want to say. Um, kind of wrapped in one package and I think that's a cool way to one they're getting hands-on experience um, and two um, you're getting multiple avenues of one subject um, in particular so I think that's really cool and what's great about it is as a homeschooling mom you get out of your home which is the highlight of the field trip for sure oh for sure yeah I find do you ever find that you're like wait it's been three days and I don't think I've left the house do you ever feel that way Yes. You lost your video. Sorry, lost you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, did we lose you all together? I think we lost you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, we might have lost her. Uh-oh. So, well, there you go. I guess we're cutting it short. <laughs> hey, well, it's our first time doing that, so I'm actually really proud of us for getting as far as we did and doing what we need to do. Yeah, I think that was that was awesome. Um so uh, if you if you like that, I guess we're gonna cut that a little short. But oh wait, is she coming back? Oh, ding dong! Hello, ding dong! Hello, are you back? Is that is that that's like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood when it goes ding dong? Hi. Hey, yeah, there you're you are. Back. We're, we were just about so, to cut it short. It was so funny because it oh. rang like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. I was like, wait, where's my red sweater vest? Uh. <laughs> 
I need my I need he my wore shoes. sweaters. He didn't wear sweater vests. Oh, that's right. Well, anyway, I like a he sweater wore vest. cardigans. Okay. Cardigans. cardigans that's what he wore. <laughs> On a side note, I just love Tom Hanks. I know, which is another type of sweater. Sweaters. Sidetrack squirrel. I just I'm really excited for that movie to come out. I can't wait to watch it. I really it like Tom Hanks. It is going to be so good. And didn't Tom Hanks wasn't he Walt Disney too? Didn't yes, did you Walt see Disney? that one? <gasps> yeah. So that man is good. playing all of my favorite people. Say, and he was in um Saving Mr. Banks. That was the oh, yeah. Disney. Oh, was that the, the Disney? Yeah. That was Disney. Oh, well there you go. And he was he was the conductor in the Polar Express. <gasps> I love that. Oh my gosh, you just gave me the goosebumps. I love that movie. <laughs> we should plan a trip to Arizona where they do um the Polar Express. Not the to actual mention Polar all the, Express. Uh, Toy Story movies. Yes, oh. excuse me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who doesn't like Woody? <laughs> Woody. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm like Toy Story. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Melissa's been trying to get us to drive over to uh do the Polar Express in, in uh Arizona. That'll be fun. I really want to do it. I hate traveling, but <laughs> yeah, I hate my the I do it traveling. At SeaWorld too. Like they have like a 4D movie at SeaWorld for Christmas for it too. What? Yeah. Go see the dolphins. The Polar Express, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, we need to At least they did last year, I think. You know, Was that the one in you know Florida Amanda's or just California? trying to get you to oh, I know, she's to trying Florida. to get me to go down to <laughs> Florida. Again. Trust me, if my kneecaps didn't sweat when I was there, I would totally live there because the weather is phenomenal. Like, you guys are, where are you at? Temperatures, like 80s? It is 78 and super rainy right now. Oh. But the humidity is... 100%. High. <laughs> yeah, that's you hard. You go outside and it's like you just got out of the shower. It's really lovely. Yeah, I spent the morning in the steam room and I was like, oh, this is like Florida. It's hot and muggy and really smelly. Well, that's just the gym. You know, you yeah, can't... true. Yeah, it's true. Okay, that's so... why I don't go there. <laughs> that's why I don't go there. You're a smart woman. Um, okay, so what else? What else can we talk about? Um... I don't know, anything you want to Do you add? have any funny homeschool group stories? No. I, well, I, we all, I think Melissa does. She always tells me about it all the time. But I also know you do because you've told me stories too, so. Um, let's see. Homeschool <laughs> story groups, yes. So it, it amazes me how, um, how, how people can um, construe things and take them to a whole new level when that wasn't even your intention. And when someone like, so I was an admin on a group and I'll just spill some beans, but not all of them. I might, who knows? Um, but so I was an admin in a group and, you know, I put out a post just like, Hey, you know, it was like our, our pre-K kindergarten group. And so, you know, we were just kind of getting the same amount of kids over and over again, but yet we had like a hundred members in the group. So I was confused. I didn't realize what was going on and what was happening. And so I, um, I just put out a, a quick post like, Hey, you know, if you haven't tried our group, you know, how come? And um, I did not anticipate the backlash that would have come from that simple post of just trying to get people into our group. And I don't get pe – I, I guess I don't get it. I guess people like to stir the pot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a pot stirrer too. But I was just like – I'm like I'm honestly being sincere like, like this, this, this lady um, had posted, well, your group doesn't look like our family. 
And to me, I, I just, I didn't, that didn't make sense to me. I was like, wait, I don't, I don't understand what you mean by that. And so I, I, I messaged her, you know, cause I was like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, confront her out in public and be rude about it. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll message her. She never responded back, never responded back. So I, I put in the, the group thing, Hey, I just PM'd you. She's like, no, I don't do messenger. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. I was like, I'm like, I just, I guess I just don't understand your comment. And she like began to berate me and like essentially was like one of these Facebook stalker people who were, was in our group looking at what we were doing and stalking us, but yet never coming or doing or anything like that. And, um, and it, it turned into this huge deal. And I ended up like leaving the group because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I was like, I don't need this extra drama. Like, I, like I was called a lot of bad things. Like, I was called racist, and I was called... Uh, In case you haven't figured out, that, yeah, this person was black. So I'm just going to come out and oh. say it. So, uh, yeah, there, unfortunately, Melissa has gotten a lot of that. I've seen the comments. Yeah. And, and that's just... It's crazy. It's sad. It is crazy. And it is, because that was never... That is not your personality at all. No, yeah. And well, it was taken way, way, way out of context when it didn't need to. The simple reason is why aren't you coming? And you, by coming, could change what our group looks like. Exactly. Which is great. Which is exactly what we want. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I sit there and I'm just like, wow, I'm the least racist person I know. <laughs> That sounds. I don't know very many people, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know anybody less racist. <laughs> I'm so but not a racist. <laughs> I'm not. But so, what was funny is, um, Jaden had a just to solidify our comment in, in regards to that. Jaden had a speech therapist who I absolutely love and adore, and she was phenomenal and such a great speech therapist. And um, and she was black. And, or she still is. Um, she's a great woman. That hasn't she's, changed. That hasn't safe. changed. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she didn't become Michael Jackson. We're okay. Okay. So anyway. Oh, now I might be called racist. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> um, is that racist? I don't know. Okay. So, um, so we were playing the game, Guess Who? And it's this awesome game about all these different people, men, women, all different colors, like some have glasses, some have earrings, some have mustaches. Like it's it's a descriptive game and it's really great. So her person was an African American lady and she asked Jaden, Is the person like me? And he looked at me like, You're crazy, mom. And she's like, he's like, a female? And and she's like, No. And he's like, a teacher? And she's like, No. And he's like, and she was pregnant at the time. So he's like, pregnant? Like she he wasn't getting the fact that she was referring to his color because we don't teach that that's not something that no, is important to that's us that's a learned thing that children learn that and that's not something we try and teach i mean obviously we are on that privileged side i guess but see i don't know don't if i call it that see, i, I yeah. disagree with the, the privilege yeah cut this out cut this yeah out. <laughs> <laughs> cut 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 but i mean i mean yeah so we're all different colors and i agree with you like we don't teach it it is a learned um it is a learned um i don't even know a learned spot or a learned topic or something like that but it, like she finally had to come out and say Jaden, is your person black and he's like well what's that like he still didn't know what that meant and and she's like she looked at me like I was from Mars and I'm like, we don't teach that. 
And he's like, Mom, what does she mean? So I had to explain it in front of – I had to explain to my white child in front of a black person what it meant to be black when I have no idea. But I was like, well, it's just the color of the skin. I said, some people are dark, like Miss Shariva, and some people are light, like Mommy. And he's like, oh, okay. But he like th- thought like that was no big – like, like that wasn't yeah. big we to just him. Like, yeah, everyone's skin color is different, which he knows that. I mean like- – yeah. How can you not know that? Everyone has different But I told tones, him, I said, but, but inside, we're all the exact same people, and we're all part of one race. We're all part of the human race, and we're all friends. And, and she kind of looked at him like, okay, cool. You know. She's like, all right. That She was like, I'm really impressed. I'm like, well, that's how homeschoolers do that. <laughs> Butching or chubbing or well, I don't know. Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that was pretty funny. Like, I was like, wow. And so I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. Like, y'all Life is too hard crazy. to bring drama to a homeschool group. You know, that's what I'd always think about it. Yeah. So I would love to tell you guys a story about my most embarrassing homeschool group moment. Oh, awesome. yeah. Awesome. love Here. embarrassing stories. <laughs> <laughs> so I am taking my sweet little five-year-old to pioneer days in the middle of Pennsylvania. This is Amish country. Mennonite country, very, very conservative people. So we go to a pioneer village and we're touring the grist mill and our tour guide is saying, so this is used for this, this is used for this, teaching all these young children what this is for. And he finally gets to a barrel inside the grist mill and says, what do you think the pioneers stored in this barrel and my sweet little five-year-old who had just been on a bourbon tour the week before (laughs) says oh i know the pioneers kept bourbon in that and the guy (laughs) says or corn (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sitting there with all of these Mennonite homeschoolers, you know, <laughs> and my son is like bourbon for sure. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, um, I'm never going to be invited back and that's okay. But yes, they could store this it's in. The best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed. I think my face turned as red as her tablecloth and I was like, <laughs> Let me explain this. We went to a football game in Louisville last week, and we went to see the distillery, and it was educational. So, I mean, (laughs) he's using what he learned. He didn't try it. I did did put a, you know, little star and said he didn't try the bourbon, but he saw it. Yeah, I, I put a cap on that. You know, we're not going to yeah, – you don't like get the, to try We only it. go so far here in homeschool. He never tried the bourbon, but he knows it goes in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Marcus so much. Oh, my gosh. That's Smart enough best. to be funny. So smart enough to be funny. See, I love that comment. Smart enough to be funny. Because you do have to be quite quite quick and um, witty. 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 Yes, witty is the word. Yes, I love that. So, uh, (laughs) funny. You guys are funny. Um, So, would you, what would you say? Because you, I didn't know you were also in these other states uh, homeschooling. So, what, in your, in your view, what's, uh, what was your opinion of just being in different states and like the differences? um, You can talk about it in a general sense if you want. I think that there is 
like I said earlier, less of a magnifying glass on you in Nevada, just because there aren't specific things and nobody is looking over your shoulder to make sure you do that. I know in Pennsylvania, you have to report your attendance and how many days you're actually doing school. And uh, all the state ugh. laws are so very different. And so far in Florida, I've found it to be really simple. You just keep a portfolio and show examples of beginning, middle, and end of the year just to show progress. And those are evaluated by a teacher. But that could be a teacher like Melissa, where she is also homeschooling her kids. So it really depends on who you pick to be your evaluator. Because if you get a 85-year-old veteran teacher who's been in the same room for 35 years, she might not think your kid is progressing as much as someone who can see the different avenues of education are. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think um, having an evaluator that's very similar to your own um, philosophies and ideas, mm -hmm. I think that really is helpful because – yeah, if I got someone who was like, for example, did you read The Brave Learner yet? That book, The Brave Learner. Okay, that's okay. I did not. Um, she is a I very. I need to. It's it's a good book. Um, it's very hard for me because it's a very relaxed style of teaching. Her blog is really good too. I'll have to. We'll have to post it up here. Um, but it's very for hard sure. for me because I like um, I like checking the boxes. I like seeing what I've got done. I like accomplishing a things. Yeah. Very a type, very, very much that way. And so it's hard for me because she is not that way and she's very fluid and very laxed. And, um, and some people do really great with that. I, however, cannot. So if I had someone like that, um, like overseeing me, I think I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, no, this box is unchecked. I'm not done. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I worry about that too. And as I pull together the portfolio to be evaluated, I'm like, do I have enough in here? Did he read enough books? Did he do enough this? But then I take a step back and see, has there been growth in his learning? Yes. Then you know what? We're doing all right. No, I agree. I like that. And I love that, like, I can already see from, like, when I met Marcus over a year ago and to now, like his responsibility level and his ability to be proactive in his own education is such an accomplishment for you as a, as a mom and as a teacher, because you Thank have... you for saying that, because it really, it feels good to hear, oh, like you get a pat on the back every once in a while, because there are so many self-doubts you has, have as a home educator. You are always going to wonder, where am I missing? What am I missing? And I had a very veteran homeschool friend, mom, tell me once, think back to your own education. Did you have any gaps that you don't remember? Yeah, quite a few of them. So it's okay if your child doesn't remember everything. That's okay. As long as you give them the tools and skills to refresh that memory, they're going to be great. No, I love that. I love that she said that because if you've ever watched like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? The things the kids learn in fifth no. grade. I'm no, like, no, I am not. I, like, like I sit there and I go, I don't even remember that. Like, I don't even know that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And yesterday, um, one of our, um, 
Oh my gosh, come on, Melissa. Um, our, I'll, I'll come up with it. I'll figure out what it is. But anyway, it was about volcanoes and everything. And so I brought up um, the video of Mount St. Helens erupting in the 80s, um, 1980 to be exactly May, um, because I lived through that. And so I wanted to show Jaden something about volcanoes and doing this and expanding. I'm trying to take your steps and taking one little lesson um, through one part that we had and then expand on that and move on. And he saw that video and he's like, mom, that's terrifying. I'm like, yeah. And we had just finished um, reading the Magic Treehouse vacation under the volcano, which is about Pompeii. And so like all of this stuff just tied in to make like, I was like, magic i like yes, felt like yes. miss amanda i was like a mini I'm unit study yes a mini, it was fantastic and i just sat there and i went oh i'm channeling amanda right now i felt like a genius and um oh but it was very flattering but it was one of those things that i look back and i go like so they talk about volcanoes and stuff in fifth grade they talk about the earth's crust and the magma and the the like and liquid i'm like hot magma yeah liquid hot magma. and magma. like all this <laughs> stuff and i'm just like I don't remember anything I learned in fifth grade. So I have a lot of gaps and that's okay. Cause I have Google now. So, and just you like, do. and, and just, that, that's what I always tell myself too, is if I don't know it, I'm a quick reader and I can go get a book on that subject, read it. And then I'm ready to go. Exactly. And then it's fresh for me too. So it helps. And I love like now I love encyclopedias. We got a science one and a history one and I think something else. And I'm so excited to teach Jaden how to like go into the encyclopedia and find information about it because it is so, what a great resource. And then I don't have to have him on a computer yet, which is, I'm not trying to block him from it, but I find that his... I heard once on, um, I think it was on a podcast, is that our culture right now is a culture of information overload. It takes us no time to get a fact from the internet and if we just put it into our google get that fact we're not retaining it anymore because we don't have to take the steps to go to the library finger through the thumb the card catalog to find where that book is then look it up in that book and i think that is a lost skill and so for marcus we use encyclopedias we use dictionaries we use the sources and all the things because you want it to stick. Yeah, and I agree. I think that if you're, um, I remember always asking my parents, like, how do you spell this? How do you spell that? And I'm the first one to admit I'm the most horrific speller. Don't say it. Don't I say am it. Terrible too. And I know what you're going to say about Arizona. Don't say it. I'm not going to say anything about Arizona. Oh my gosh. Anyway, my family will find that's funny, but <laughs> I'm the worst speller. But and it's because I never looked it up. Like I never was forced to go to the dictionary and take the time to figure out how to do it and do all that. And now that I'm teaching Jaden phonics and Grace will learn phonics as well. Like yesterday, Amanda, such a huge success is that he, um, I was dictating to him and he was spelling the words out and he can do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it was like one of those things, like it really works. I'm like, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really Dictation works. Dictation is like, such a good skill to teach your kids because they learn those spelling words like and spelling rules without thinking they really are. So we use dictation a lot for science and history, sometimes English, just to get them writing about what we're learning. 
yeah, while really, also practicing. Yeah, while also practicing and not knowing and not like figure like figuring out stuff. And I was just so, I was like, wow, it was like a mini success for me. I was like, inside. it is a bit. It's not mini. It's big. Yeah, That's I was a really big proud of success. him. Yeah, I was really proud of him. That was awesome. So, what would you say in your five? Let's see. Are you five. six years of schooling We're or five? Well, if you count preschool and up until then, Marcus will be entering fourth grade. So, five years, five going in. Five years okay. of formal. So, what would you say is your biggest success? And your, I'm, we're going to do high, low, high. Um, I love this. What's your high of homeschooling? What's your low of homeschooling? And what's your most interesting of homeschooling? I was not prepared for this. I know, right? That's that's what's great about high, low, high is like we started. My um, sister in law Blythe introduced us to this when we were on vacation, and you do it at dinner. So you ask your child, "Hey, what's your high, low, high of the day?" Which is great, but now like you can. Ooh, there's somebody at our door. Um, ding dong. Ooh. Um, it's probably delivery from Amazon. Go figure. Um, and now everyone knows. When Nick and I first started dating, we we called it the peak and the pit of your day what was Ooh. the peak in the pit of your day so i i like that um i would say the high for our homeschooling journey has been aside from the time we get to spend together because that is really a given that's why we choose to do this because we want to be around our kids when he really got fluent don't laugh Mike is sitting here I'm laughing. Only, I'm only laughing because there's so many parents. You're who are like, judging I don't want to be. No, I like. No, there's I hear so, so many, many that are like. I'm so glad they're in school and they're, they're not I around know, me. Like, oh, I get a break for my kids. I, I know, know. <laughs> and it's almost like, why do you even have children if you want to just be like, exactly. Bye. <laughs> yes, yes, it's tiring, and yes, it's exhausting. But the days are very long, and the years are so short. Like it flown for me i know can you believe the it's high, almost september i know the high for me is when marcus got really fluent in reading and he could read anything i sit in front of him and he understands it and he's got oh. the the pattern of where he can read a passage he's never seen before and it it sounds like an adult's reading it. That's probably my biggest thing because I'm a reader and I wanted him to love reading too. I love that. Um, Good job. I love that. The worst thing that we've done so far, um, he was about six and I thought it would be a good idea to introduce music to the child. And so we bought him a recorder and a harmonica. <laughs> and it was three weeks of headaches every single day and I was like you know what this is not for us and that is totally okay he does not have to be a musician he can find his passion in something else because it is not going to be this mom cannot do another been. day of this <laughs> and that scares me because I just enrolled the kids in music you have a good time with that Marcus is not enrolled in music well, we'll see. This is our first semester. At least they go this, somewhere else. And, and they this don't... is Grace, too. So it's going to be like... Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I think Grace would be a good drummer. Grace you think? Would be a really good drummer. She's like, um, what's the what's the guy, like the... Horse cymbals? 
Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> do do not put ideas in her head. Um, like she <laughs> The Merry other day, <laughs> she climbed up on the counter and was like monkeying around, like with her feet and her hands. Like she had four spoons in her hands and was like moving around. And I'm like, no, mm, mm -mm. you got to put, you got to give me back all those spoons because now they're disgusting. But we don't, we don't drum like that with our feet. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh. She's like, look, mom, I can hit things. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> Great. This is wonderful. <laughs> Yay, music class. Yay. Yeah, you guys have a lot of fun with that. We do music appreciation. We study composers. We do not practice music. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think we have instruments. We might get recorders. I'm not sure. That might be second semester. But I think it's just like singing and song and rhythm and, and all that. I would so offer you our recorder, but it went in the dumpster. <laughs> We used to have Mickey Mouse recorders. Remember my mom? She bought them this. Is that us or you? I think that's us. The kids are somewhere. And this <laughs> that, is and this is what Alexa. happens that during the weird. That was, that was Alexa. weird. That was Alexa. Quit. I don't know. I have to be so polite to our Alexa. I'm always oh, said her name. I'm always like, <laughs> thank name. you so much, Alexa. <laughs> and I'm like, can you please turn up the volume? And Nick's like, why do you do that? And I was like, well, she's always listening. I don't want to be mean to her. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, speaking of that, like, what did you bring up the other day? You, The meme you showed me last night. Oh, I'm doing another squirrel. It has nothing to do with homeschool. But anyway, like, he brought up this meme. I'm like, oh, no, we were no. just talking about this. No, and, no, then no, Mike, no, no, no. No, and then Mike is like, Mike is like, yeah, this is what I told you about. I'm like, oh. No, so the, the meme was. <laughs> I thought the phone was like. <laughs> no, so I, the, I'm on this 20-year uh, reunion page. And, yeah, my 20 years coming up. Um, and everyone's, like, posting all this stuff and everything, so it's a lot of fun. Am I boring you? Like, really? I start talking, you start yawning? No, I <laughs> ate food that I don't normally eat, and now I'm lethargic. Now you need a nap. <laughs> I know, I do need a nap, and we've got baseball so, tonight. But the, the meme was, and actually it does tie into homeschool, because it's kind of funny, is, um, because back in the day when I was in high school, oh, right. you know, the teacher would always say, you know, you're not going to always have a calculator. You're not going to be carrying around a calculator, so you got to figure out how to do it in your head. And sure enough, here we are. We bust out our phones and have calculators on them. And <laughs> it's like, I we showed have... you. <laughs> exactly. I was like, wait, I always have a calculator. Don't get me wrong. The kids will learn their multiplication tables because I find it very happy. That's so important. It makes my, happy, but my heart happy. That's so funny that you brought that up because... I thought I would never have to do advanced math ever again in my life. <laughs> and Nick and I were sitting on the couch and one of the templating systems for what he does was down. And we had to sit there and figure out trig. And we're like, I don't remember much of this. And I was like, Fine, go over cosine. What does this mean? Um, I think it's this. And then we finally realized that you have a scientific calculator if you just like tip your iPhone. Yes. I was like, this is great. It's like, brilliant. Who needs that TI-85? I never, I didn't need that. You're like, I'm no, I don't fine. need that ever. And it's free. And I didn't have to pay $195 for a calculator. 
and a five inch book, thick book. Um, so it's funny because I used to teach math and March 14th was one of my favorite days. It's 314, which is dubbed Pi Day. 3.14159. Um, anyway, so I came up with a song for that because I'm math teacher and that, that's what I do. And <laughs> so my sign was sign, cosine, cosine, sign, 3.14159. Yay, math. Oh, I love that. So you're welcome. You can more than welcome to take it. Yep. Yep. I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that. I'll teach it to Nick. He'll be like, thanks, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Melissa. That's great. Because if there's one thing Nick loves, it's a catchy tune. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's stuck in his head. All right. <laughs> He'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's so dorky. Um, okay, so let's see. We did your high. We did your low. What's your interesting part? I think that the most interesting part to me is what I've fallen in love learning with him. Um, I wasn't a big English fan, but now I really love sentence construction and diagramming and all those things. I did love to diagram when I was in school, but I really love it now. And I also wasn't a huge, huge science person. I ended up doing that. But um, I really like life science. And it's been so fun to get out into nature that I really never enjoyed because I like to be inside and not go outside. But it's been fun going with him to the conservation parks and the beaches and studying the different ecosystems and learning all the things I never learned because I didn't go outside. Well, and you, you live in such a great area where you've got the beach and then you just go a couple hours and you've got like the, the forests and you've got historical cities all around you. So, I mean, you've, you're like, I don't, like, like you're in an awesome epicenter of just amazing history and science and outdoor stuff, which is so cool. Yes. And I might change my answer because the most interesting to me is I didn't learn anything about the state of Florida and we do a, it's called a Florida daily and it's like a five minute little blurb about the state and about its geography and its industries and stuff like that. I didn't know any of that because I went to school in Pennsylvania, which is very Northern. And this is the opposite side of the East coast. So. It's been interesting to see how much history is different from what I was learning and what they taught here and yeah. what was important. Yeah, isn't it interesting that each each part of the country well, I mean, I guess I, I guess they always say history is written by the winners. Um, and so, you know, if you win, y your side of the history is completely different if you lost. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, I found it very different because, uh, you know, one of those original 13 colonies did not speak much about the Civil War. No, they did that not. That was a very big part of the history here. I learned more about the Revolutionary War and all those things. I, I didn't know much about the Civil War at all until we came down here. Isn't that crazy? Um, and now I'm doing that colonial history pocket thing, learning so much That's about it. Such a it. great curriculum. Oh my gosh, it's so great. And I'm so excited um, that I get to teach it this year. Um, 
and I found some really great books to go with it and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to to teach the kids. It's a I lot found a of great information. One too. I'll have to send it to you because it's Ooh. really great. Ooh, cool. It's a grown-up book. But. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take that. Um, it, yeah. But yeah, um, you know me. I'll, I'll take all the books. I have like a stack of 20 on my bedside table, and I think I've read five pages out of yeah. each of them because I start, and then I'm like, tired squirrel or something or, you know, handmaid's tale or something, you know, something. Oh, totally. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I have a stack of about five books that I'm trying to get through right now. And one is an autobiography, and it's so heavy that I'm like, okay, you got to shut this and move on to something else. I need Come something a little bit lighter. A little, yeah. <laughs> Come, let's visit that again. And who then I who are you reading? Like, well, it is called The Trauma Cleaner, and it is about a trans woman who cleans crime scenes. And it's about her life. And it won some sort of literary award recently. But it is very heavy, and she experienced a lot in her lifetime, oh, if, as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, my autobiography right now is Benjamin Franklin. So, yay. Yeah, I'm also reading Meriwether Lewis's biography. Oh, wow. That would be good, too. All right, so, Melissa, what's your uh, high low? Highs and lows high. and middle. Interesting. I high, guess. I think my high would... would um, for Jaden, just that other day with the dictation and him being able to spell, like I just said the word once and he was able to spell them all out and there were like six words or something. So I was, that was my high so far. Um, with Jaden, my low uh, is there, there are days where he is very, like I don't want to do school and that's, that's a hard thing to overcome. Um. And I'm like, listen, if we just do a little bit, we'll get through it. You know, we just need to do a little bit. It doesn't have to be a lot. We just need to school every day. Um, so that's hard sometimes when he gives me that backlash. And and trust me, we have we have difficulty and challenges, you know, just like everybody else. But my interesting with Jaden, I think, is learning how he learns and being able to tailor my lesson plans and how I teach him to the style that he learns best. And that is so great because that was one of those things I loved when I would teach and I'd be in that classroom and my classrooms were small. They were all advanced classes. And so I'd have like 28, maybe, maybe 28 kids in there. And uh, when you'd see that light bulb and the kid would be like, oh, I finally get the Pythagorean theorem or, you know, I found the area under the curve and they were like all excited. And I'm like, yay. And that like this just is so good. It's so good. It like makes my heart so happy. So that interesting part for him is learning is to see how he learns and how well he retains his like everybody says kids are sponges. His ability to retain information is just I, I'm just so impressed with and for grace my high would be just to get her into the room to do school like she can be so stubborn and so my high is when she's like mom I want to do school and I'm like let's do it like I drop everything let's do it now and we run up there and we go do what we need to do and we have fun we do games because she's you know pre-k kindergarten so it's not you know she already knows a she lot of that stuff yeah <laughs> She, she is, is my so favorite crazy. little person I have ever. <laughs> Aside from my own little people, your little people are my favorite. <laughs> and uh, my low with her is when, um, like, like I would say, medically her, her medical stuff that holds her back, like her eye surgeries, or um, now we just got a diagnostic diag 
diagnosis, diagnosis in regards to her heart. So we're trying to figure that out and, and go from there. And so like her, my low for me is to try and figure out how I can get her excited about something because I'm terrified, if that makes any sense at all. Um, and my interesting thing about her is she's fearless and she like, she doesn't let anything bother her. So it, like she'll learn. Well, she's had to overcome so much, so it's not at all surprising that she is that way. She hits the yeah. world head on. Oh my gosh, all the time. so much, so much. And I'm just like, oh, you got to slow down a little bit. Just a little bit. Just so mom can catch up and have a breath. breath. Just breathe. Just breathe. But yeah, so that's that's what that is. So yeah. Cool. Do you want me to go or to get yeah, a dad's sure. point of view? Get a dad's point of view. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously... Unlike these amazing women, I do not do the 100% homeschool. Um, Melissa has been nice and said, you do homeschool and teach them certain things, which I chime in every once in a while. Um, my high outs being outside looking in would be uh, the C, um, pretty much what Melissa said, the uh, when things click and they uh, they just that light bulb goes off and they, and and they get super excited and they love when seeing that face when you praise them for getting it right and they just light up and smile and confidence goes up and I'm like I love it when yeah. they want to run out when he wakes up and they run out to him and they're like dad guess what I learned today and and he might be just so exhausted and he's like what'd you learn and they tell him and they're so excited and he's just Happy to hear it, and that's awesome. So that's always fun. And then I can kind of chime in on stuff that Melissa may not know that she's surprised that I do know. And <laughs> like, what? So, what? You go know on, stuff? go on. You, you, you're not dumb. Oh, okay. No, I got some education going on in my head. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm a dork. Um, so, and then my low is, um, just the general frustration. Oh my gosh. Cause of a I, seven and five year old of a seven and five year old. Mm -hmm. I'm just constantly repeating myself, which is a peeve. Cause I have to do it all the time with adults at work. So the fact that I'm home doing it, I'm just like, I want to kill my kids. I really do. I, I don't obviously, but yeah, that's the feeling I have pretty much like I'm a normal parent and, uh, then my interesting is, uh, which could lead to frustration, but I find it more on the interesting side, is um, their sporadic interests in whatever, right? So they could have, no, I don't want to do that today. And then all of a sudden, I really want to do it today. And, like, and it could be whatever you're talking about. Like, yeah, like like today, they might not want to do volcanoes. But yesterday, it was all about the volcanoes. Right. Just like, what? But we were just doing it yesterday. Aren't right. you still excited about <laughs> volcanoes? Like, it's like, uh, about liquid hot magma. Um, I just like saying that. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's yep. my side. And then You are the luckiest of all, Melissa. Oh, don't you want a piece of that? <laughs> of that liquid hot magma. <laughs> That's not what I was referring to, but okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> These ladies are so dirty. <laughs> I'm not even going there. I'm just saying that you like to say liquid I was not going magma. there either. Uh, he, it Michael. was him. Hey, you guys are bringing up stuff. I, so <laughs> It's not us. No. Volcanoes. Uh -uh. Volcanoes <laughs> is what we brought up. Yeah. Yes, that too. Uh, 
So, uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? I don't know. Amanda, anything else? I think the biggest thing that I think everybody listening should take from this is there are so many different avenues to education. And just because someone's walk doesn't look like yours doesn't mean it's wrong. I agree. That's fantastic. That's great advice. I think that just goes back to everyone's own style and what their values and what they want to push. Mm -hmm. And that's what's nice is that when you send your kid to school, in my opinion, is my view, um, that now you're pushing that teachers and that class and everything, their values onto your child. And because they're gone all day learning that stuff, right? All day. And... So now they're with with you guys specifically or any homeschool is they're home with their parent and they can do the same exact thing from the parent, which is where it's supposed to be and all of our opinions, because that's why we all get along. So, um, so, and I think that's, that's, what's important. I think it's sorely lacking. Gosh, what I see out there on the strip is, it's just, it's amazing how much people just suck. And I think, yep. we, and I just, I really do think that we need more of this, of what, what you ladies do and how amazing you really are. Aww, so thanks. Aw, Mike. <laughs> Aw. Aw, you got a heart from Amanda. <laughs> Thank you. <Aww. laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is my view. All right, cool. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had fun. I did. It was a lot of fun. I got over my nervousness pretty quick. See, look at that. It's it's actually kind of fun. It's just people hanging out talking. So, with microphones. Yes. Yes. If you want me back, I'm going to have to get a different pair of earbuds because these ones hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. Some of your fancy ones like yours. Right. Yeah. There you go. These these are good. And then, yeah, are you on your laptop or your phone? I'm on my phone, okay. which is why we lost video because somebody thought they needed to call me. <laughs> well, shame. shame. On them. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Do I know? Do I know who it is? Is it the person yes. that calls every thirty minutes? <laughs> I know. Yay! <laughs> no, not that one. Oh, the different one. one. Oh, okay. Oh. The, the other one. <laughs> the one of many people that call me. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, hey, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. I hope you will come back because it was yes, fun. Yes, we want you back. So definitely. So, All right, back. I want you back. <laughs> so uh, let me uh, right. finish out here. So if you like what you saw, um, feel free to subscribe, like, all that fun stuff. Share us. And uh, Amanda, thank you again Thanks, for Amanda. joining us. No problem. And, uh, Thanks for having me. Yay. All right. And all right. Love all you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>